0: This episode of the 3D Insights Podcast is brought to you by Tokyo Electron. As a leading manufacturer of innovative semiconductor and flat panel display production equipment, TEL believes its employees are central to its success. That's why TEL is committed to employing people with diverse cultures, backgrounds, and values. The company has offices and manufacturing locations in 12 countries around the world. To see if TEL is a good fit for you, check out their careers page at tell.com slash careers. Hi there. I'm Françoise von Trapp, and this is the 3D Insights podcast. Hi, everyone. Today's podcast episode was recorded live at SEMICON West 2022 at the Moscone Center in San Francisco. Earlier this year, we brought you an episode about Road Trip Nation, an initiative the SEMI Foundation sponsored to raise awareness among recent STEM graduates about opportunities in the semiconductor industry. We interviewed SEMI Foundation's Sherry List to get all the details, and if you want to listen to that podcast, um, I will put a link to it in the show notes. But in this follow-up episode, we're speaking with TEL's Katie Christ, who heads up the company's Workforce Development Initiative, and Tara Gregg, an intern at Tel. Who was selected as one of the lucky candidates who participated in this year's Road Trip Nation. So, thanks for joining me today on the podcast, ladies. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. Let's start by um, backing up a little bit and tell me a little bit about each of you. Um, Katie, why don't you explain your current role at TEL?
1: Absolutely. I've had the pleasure of working at TEL for 20 years and it's been a fabulous journey. Well, about three months ago, I moved into a role where I get to just primarily focus on workforce development, university relations, um, economical development outreach, where we, are, we have business growth in our industry. And um, that's just really allowing me to focus on these initiatives that we're going to talk about today. So, and this was a
0: newly created role.
1: Absolutely.
0: And why did we need this?
1: We need this because we have a talent crisis. We have a supply chain issue with human resources in our industry. And we need to really get ourselves out there as an industry to tell the world and and our future talent uh, why we are the, the coolest place to be.
0: Absolutely. Because now the world knows that chips are really important.
1: And that they underpin everything we do these days. Yeah, I think we could thank COVID for that. We got some reverse marketing out of that, (laughs) you know, when there was a chip shortage and everybody was mad that they couldn't buy their cars. And now
0: they know what the semiconductor industry is thanks to that. That's right. Silver lining. Silver lining. Yeah. Okay. So Tara, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: All right, so I am currently a graduate student at the University of Texas at Austin, and I'm in a dual master's program for energy and earth resources, which is an interdisciplinary earth sciences program, as well as policy or public affairs. And I also intern with TEL. I'm a part of their data utility team, and so the team is working on an effort or a data warehousing effort, which requires a lot of cooperation among the members and with other teams within the company to gather data, process it and clean it, and then present it in a fashion requested by the users or data consumers. Okay. And your undergraduate degree is? In mathematics and statistics. Okay. um, Yeah. Which is why I am able to do what I do at TELS. So I did have background in more of the data science or programming areas. And my master's is a little bit different. Okay. So while both your undergrad and master's are in STEM related, yes.
0: not engineer. No, no, not engineering. Okay. So, because we like to make the point that you do not need to be an engineer to play a role in the semiconductor That's industry. absolutely
1: correct. And yep. I think it's really important that we continue to share that message. Right.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's rewind a little bit and talk about Road Trip Nation. Um, my understanding is that it was a cooperative between SEMI and. Uh, Cal. Cal, C A E L. Right? Correct. Okay.
1: Yep. Yep. And so essentially the goal with Road Trip Nation is to do a, a journey throughout the industry and tell in, in a reality type environment. So we got three students to hop in a big green RV and travel around together and go from company to company, you know, meeting with leaders and learning about what it's like to be in our industry. And then it's going to play on PBS. And my understanding is we, this is like the first time in the history of the semiconductor industry that we might have the viewership, you know, folks really turn in like they do to the previous road trip nations. We're looking at like 80 million viewers is my understanding. And, and so that's, that's That's huge huge. for us.
0: Yeah, so Road Trip Nation itself isn't necessarily a semi initiative. What it is is semi is participating in Road Trip Nation, mm-hmm. which brings awareness to different industries Correct. with each season. Correct. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's so it's almost like it's, so it's a reality. Documentary type, yeah, docu series, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, and that airs on PBS, okay,
1: so. yeah. So I also sit on the semi foundation board, mm-hmm. and we're advocating with that board of how do we also get to continue to use clips from that show and perhaps show them on YouTube because right. you know PBS is not necessarily watched by everyone, mm-hmm. and I think there might be a little bit of a diversity concern there too as well. So right. we want to make sure that the work that went into mm-hmm. this docu series, mm-hmm. thank you, Tara. Um, gets used over and over again and not just during that.
0: Yeah, and perhaps it'll be picked up by a streaming service. For instance, Downton Abbey was a PBS um, production that Mm -hmm. got picked up by Netflix, so who knows? Let's all hope that that
1: happens. That would be great. That would be really, cool.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. So what role did Tell play in Road Trip Nation?
1: Yeah, so as I said, being on the Semi Foundation, I'm... um, I'm lucky to kind of hear of all the things that are coming. And in my career at Tell, I was the director of marketing communications for uh, at least 12 years. And part of that passion for me is trying to fix our industry image. And so I've spent a lot of time with the Semi Foundation over the the last several years advocating for marketing on the greater scale. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to take the whole industry to come together to bring awareness to why Students and next generation should want to join us. And so this was an issue that came to the table. Sherry Liss, of course, led um, finding them and, and bringing them to the foundation. And so, of course, I mean, it, it would be a crazy idea not to be a part of that. So, you know, I was knocking on Sherry's door, make sure tell's there. So right. we're, a, we're a foundational sponsor of the program.
0: You're having them come visit Tell
1: Yes, actually. So unfortunately, as we've all experienced, COVID got in the way a couple Mm -hmm. times and um, got postponed. But Mm -hmm. I get the pleasure of seeing Tara next Monday on site. The the big green Mm -hmm. bus is going to pull up. Do you guys
2: have a nickname for the bus? That bus? Oh, no. I don't think we've named it yet because it's a newer bus. Well, the one that we'll have in Austin will be different from the one we had in... Or along the coast. Okay. Okay.
1: But we're, mm-hmm. we're real excited to have the, the green bus show up mm-hmm. and, and do some social media around it. And then Tara and the other two individuals that mm-hmm. I'm sure she's going to introduce here shortly are going to actually meet um, Chelsea from my team, mm-hmm. who's mm-hmm. A, an engineer as well. And we're going to give them a tour mm-hmm. of the building and spend a little bit of time with them on Monday. So I'm excited for that.
2: Very cool. That'll be a lot of fun. So Tara, what made you decide mm-hmm. to apply for this program? A bit of a funny story. My mother is in the semiconductor industry, and so she has a large network, and she was going through LinkedIn one day and saw an advertisement shared by the Semi Foundation for this road trip. It was during winter break, and my boyfriend and I had went back home to visit family, and so she was talking with my boyfriend, and um, giving her semiconductor industry spiel that she does and um, asking what he wants to do and trying to help him find an internship for the summer and other opportunities in networking because he has an EE background. And so she apparently, unbeknownst to me at the time, she saw that and so she sent it to him, that uh, application or that opening. And then uh, the next day I believe he was talking to me and he said, "Oh yeah, your mom, she's so nice. She sent me this on LinkedIn." And she showed or, pardon me and he showed me and I go, "What? That looks so cool. She did not send that to me? What?" Okay. Send that to me, Camille. I want to try and apply for it too. And so, uh, and then I went back to my mom and I said, "Mom, <laughs> I apply for it. <laughs> well, maybe she mm-hmm. thought that you didn't have an interest in the semiconductor industry following
0: in her footsteps mm-hmm. now. And, and our mm-hmm. listeners have heard uh, Tara's mom is Emerald Greg, mm-hmm. who is a semi sister and she has been on the mm-hmm. podcast before. So mm-hmm. um, we've actually had the conversation. I saw that ad on LinkedIn and I mm-hmm. wanted this like, does this not just for kids? Cause I want to go. This looks really mm-hmm. cool. And uh, that's why I decided that we would cover it mm-hmm. because it was such a cool opportunity. Um, so, here you are, you get a background in mathematics and you're going into, um, earth sciences. So maybe she didn't think that was a path, but for you, but I'm mm-hmm. really glad that you decided to follow through with it. Oh, yes. Um, so like, what did you initially hope to learn or gain from it? Thanks for listening. We'll be right back.
2: so to be honest the posting or the application didn't have a lot of information on what it actually was or what it entailed it just said we go on a road trip and we interview people (laughs) and then kind of period and so I didn't know what to expect. There was that initial kind of fill out fill in the blank application and then we had a video submission and then after that we had an interview. And during the interview which was with Chelsea the director and Ryan the producer at the time. They talked a little bit about it but even then they didn't share too much just because you know the purpose of the call was right. for an interview and they're busy right. and so, so they and this is cal so this is the cal people. Yeah, this is the road trip nation. Oh yeah, this is road trip nation Nation. Mm -hmm. because they, to my understanding, do most of the, I guess hiring or recruiting recruiting, for the positions or the subjects, and so um, again they shared it a little bit more, or they shared a little bit more about the process, Mm -hmm. and I got to be honest, at first I I did not know that we would be driving the RV. I was under you guys are driving the RV. Yes, we drive the RV. I didn't know that. I thought there was a drive. That's what yeah. I thought too. I thought somebody in, I thought somebody in Road Trip Nation, or they had a dedicated driver like escorted and so you it. around. I know, and I guess i thinking about that. I'm like, wow, I feel like a diva for thinking that. But at the same time, <laughs> I, I was just surprised that they. Because we had training for two days. So that's why I had assumed that we wouldn't be driving the RV okay. because I was thinking there's no way they can train us to drive an RV across country <laughs> in a matter of eight hours. But it mean hey, People jump in RVs every day and
0: don't know how to drive them and, and take mm-hmm. off on vacation. You know, I mean, I wouldn't.
2: I would never drive mm-hmm. an RV. I admire you just well, for no, that. Th- that's why I was I was kind of <laughs> scared for a second. I was thinking that's a lot of responsibility that they're giving us. But, you know, I'm up for it. I'm up for the challenge. And so, yeah, I mean, it was just kind of learning little things here and there yeah. more about it. And, I mean, it was shocking, definitely. But it was also, it was kind of getting cooler in a sense, yeah. too, and thinking, wow, this is just one of those experiences, you know, once in a lifetime things you would never get anywhere else. So, you know, you got to take it. So walk us through where you've been so far, because
0: I know you're way through. Mm-hmm. The trip, and yes. and you get a late start because of
2: um, somebody got COVID, or yeah. So one of the one of the other road trippers got COVID, and so we pushed back the trip a bit. I had an event or a personal event that blocked me in a week of in the early week of June, and so we weren't able to push it back because I had established that already. Mm-hmm. And so they decided that we'd split it up into two trips because we had to do the whole ten day thing. Mm-hmm. Um, given their process, well, that's really cool
0: protocol. that they were so accommodating. Mm-hmm. To, and rather than saying, "Oh, well, mm-hmm. you can't go; we're going to find another candidate," they were mm-hmm. still committed to the, the people that they selected to participate. They pushed it off mm-hmm. for one person because they get sick. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of speaks well of the program itself. That you know, once you're in, you're they've mm-hmm. committed. They've committed to you as much as you've committed to them.
2: Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So where have you been, Tara? In the Orange County area, or specifically Irvine, we interviewed with Sentient. And then from there, we went to San Diego, and we did ASML and Simer. And okay. then we went up along the coast, so through L.A., and then did the Pacific Coast Highway Drive, which was... Very beautiful. Mm -hmm. Definitely a little scary on the windy turns with the (laughs) The RV. RV. (laughs) Yes. And um, the one we had was 36 feet long. So we trained on a 40-foot long RV. And so... Getting the thirty six was actually kind of a relief. Thinking, oh my gosh, thank God it was not the longest one they had. But yeah, it was it was a good time. It was a slow drive, but you know the views were beautiful. So so, so.
1: Half the time. I, I got to back up for mm-hmm. just okay. one second. <laughs> <laughs> I because I'm shocked. This is news to me. No, I, and yes, I, and I, <laughs> I actually think it's kind of cool mm-hmm. that they you mm-hmm. know they had that a part of the program. But so mm-hmm. was it just the three of you in the
2: RV? No. So it's. The three of us, it's a Marcus, or pardon me, it's Marcus, Alyssa, and I. Those are the other two road trippers Mm -hmm. And where are they, what schools are they from? Alyssa has recently graduated, and she's working as a software engineer for climate modeling for companies, and they do consulting work. Okay. And then Marcus is currently in between programs. He was at a state university in Georgia and then started a technical program, and he's taking time off now to okay. figure out a little bit more about what he wants to do before uh, finishing his technical program and starting the job search. Okay. So you had the three of you, and then you had, what I would imagine, members of the production team? Yes, so we had three crewmen, so the director, Chelsea, mm-hmm. the DP or cinematographer, Chandler Jenkins, and then a PA, Christian Cronwald.
1: Did they help do any of the driving?
2: It was split among five yeah. of us, okay. so definitely... Um, Or it it made it easier, of course, since we could all switch and everything. Okay.
0: So I want to back up a little Mm -hmm. bit and and focus a little bit on the companies that you visited in the same. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you toured a fab at Symer. You interviewed people at ASML. Mm -hmm. And Sentient, what do they do?
2: So they are working on creating chips for wearables and specifically AI-driven. So I can't... Share who is the buyer of these chips or who they're okay. um, contracting with, but things like recognizing sound or recognizing okay. audio and okay. optics, those kind of chips yeah, so and those nice applications. Company.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so then you continued mm-hmm. on your trip up the Pacific Coast,
2: and mm-hmm. so have you visited any other companies since then? Or yes. So we went up to the Bay Area. And we interviewed with Samsung, mm-hmm. which was a, a great interview. We went up to their campus and I want to say it was Sunnyvale, but around that area, if not yeah. Sunnyvale specifically. Wonderful. We also interviewed with Synopsys, mm-hmm. and that was a great interview. One of my favorites, actually. The man we spoke with, Ron Duncan, was wonderful, and he shared a lot with us, which we all appreciated. And that was another beautiful campus as well so that was cool and then uh, from there we went to Portland and we interviewed a man in cybersecurity he um, his name's Billy Rios his company does consulting work and so they specifically were interested in medical devices okay. my understanding at first yeah. and being able to hack into insulin pumps, and or I should say, yeah. preventing the ability to hack into <laughs> insulin pumps. Yeah, and you know, I was say why
0: would they of... want to hack into insulin exactly.
2: pumps? <laughs> so what I think he did at first, early yeah. on in his career, is mm-hmm. penetration testing and things yeah. like that to really show that there are vulnerabilities in the technology we're starting to use these days that um, people aren't even realizing, okay. right? Because once we have the sort of IoT and interconnectedness, there's a lot of just again, vulnerabilities in the technology, because Mm -hmm. if you're not designing devices with that in mind, then there'll be uh, spaces where people can attack. Right. Basically.
1: But I I really appreciate that you brought up that point because I think that's critical. Just the example of you could have a job that is, um, testing or preventing people from hacking into hurting somebody's life Mm -hmm. that, you know, that that's a very, like, I, I made a difference in my job right. kind mm-hmm. of job, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's the kind mm-hmm. of messaging that we need to get out, that by joining the semiconductor industry, it's not just hardware. Right. There are these other types mm-hmm. of roles throughout the microelectronics industry
2: mm-hmm. that you can
1: be a part of and you can you mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. feel like you're making a difference. Oh, and
2: I think absolutely. that's part of our stigma that mm-hmm. we've right. got to get away from. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing he mentioned, too, in his interview and in saying, you know the work I do right I'm not a doctor I'm not physically saving their life in Mm -hmm. any way but one thing that really motivates me is to know that the work I've done I'm sure it's at least saved one life in Mm -hmm. one way And knowing that medical Mm -hmm. devices are much more protected
1: that's awesome Mm -hmm.
2: so it sounds like you're learning a lot
0: so far definitely and Mm -hmm. um, so what would you say was the highlight of your experience so far
2: So I did mention we had that really nice interview with Ron. I would say in terms of content, that was definitely one of the highlights so far, but also simply the camaraderie between Alyssa and Marcus and the crew and I. We got along very well, and so it was wonderful to meet them. And uh, Marcus and Alyssa know that they're interested in similar things as I and have somewhat of a similar experience dealing with Um, Microelectronics or, you know, computing, data. So you did some relationship building there. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. relationship building, networking, if you will. And then also meeting the crew, Chelsea, Christian, and Chandler were all wonderful. And they made the trip uh, a lot more fun Mm -hmm. during the times that were a little more rough. So, you know, we had a long stretch of driving to do. So chatting in the back, playing music. Since this is reality mm-hmm. TV, so, so you know, so you're they're
0: filming the interviews. Mm-hmm. Are they also filming? Will we see snippets of your life on the bus?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. And so this documentary, while its main purpose is to highlight the semiconductor industry and show people the opportunities within it, it's also, you know, in a sense, a feel-good show in mm-hmm. that it's showing or it's demonstrating to an audience. A target of a younger audience that they can be in the industry too if they want. Mm-hmm. There are people who have faced obstacles and overcome challenges that may be similar to younger viewers and so younger viewers can hopefully um, be motivated by that and, and encouraged to go into the industry if they were perhaps apprehensive. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to watch it. That's
0: going to be so cool. I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> so if you could change one thing about
2: the experience, what would it be? I would prefer to be... And not specifically I, but I think it would be a better idea if the road trippers were a bit more involved in the planning process of the road trip so we okay. could provide input ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so we could better plan for the trip and understand where we need to be flexible and where mm-hmm. we need to, I guess, listen and take direction a bit more mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. director and crew okay. members. Okay. So you had, what, two days of training? Yes. So we had two days of in-person training, if you will, and that was mostly revolved around learning how to drive the RV (laughs) and um, that type of stuff. (laughs) And we also had... I I mean, it was just also the purpose for Marcus, Alyssa, and I to meet in person, too. And in addition to that training or that weekend, we had... Some online meetings we went once a week for an hour for about a month and a half beforehand. And in those meetings, it was, in the earlier meetings, it was still kind of the getting to know you mm-hmm. and explaining what is actually happening on the trip. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um,
0: are these lifelong relationships you've just built? Will you con- continue to stay in touch with your travel mates your, um, beyond this, do you think?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. At the end of the trip, I asked Marcus if he would be my friend. <laughs> oh. And he said yes. And I said, oh, great. And he's based, so uh-huh. he's,
0: he wasn't, is he still in Georgia or is he based in Georgia?
2: Yeah, he's in Georgia and Alyssa's in Colorado. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's,
0: that is another really cool part of that. Okay. So what advice, this is my last question for you. What advice would you give someone to someone who wanted to experience Road Trip Nation, whether it's, whether mm-hmm. it's another semiconductor one or a different mm-hmm. industry? Like just oh, yeah, whole, absolutely, yeah.
2: Well, I'd say the first thing is you do want to experience it, even <laughs> if you're apprehensive about it. You know, you should apply. I mean, given that the road trip is for an industry of your interests and a bit of your background. And so, it, and, you know, say you are going through the application process and it's looking successful. I would say be very open about your experience thus far. And so yeah. I think in them selecting me was them seeing some potential for me to grow as a sort of subject if you will within the documentary as there were some things that I knew that I had to work on or that something or there were things that I wanted to learn and so being honest about that in the beginning and saying well you know here you know here's where I don't know a lot and here's where I struggle. And so I'm hoping to meet others that can help me there. And so I think they liked seeing that in Marcus, Alyssa, and I, because that's, you know, potential in a sense. And then also, you know, being on the trip or having been selected is being flexible and knowing that on a road trip, there are many points where things can go awry, unfortunately. Okay, Katie, one last question for you. What
0: advice do you have for companies who might want to participate?
1: That's a great question because I feel like I've been running around advocating for a while now. I think it's, it's going to take the whole industry um, to raise the awareness of the microelectronics, mm-hmm. uh, to be creative in thinking of ways to explain all the different things you can do mm-hmm. within our industry. It's not just the bunny suit at the end of the day and get involved with the SEMI organization, the SEMI foundation. Again, it's going to take all of us to support SEMI and leverage SEMI to do the great work that they're doing Mm -hmm. and get involved. Okay. 100%. Okay.
0: Well, thank you both for joining me today. This was really, really fun and I really want to hear about how it wraps up. So, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe we'll have to have a little part three. Love to come back. Okay. Absolutely. Take care. Thanks. There's lots more to come, so tune in next time to the 3D Insights Podcast. The 3D Insights Podcast is a production of 3D Insights, LLC.